Culture is disintegrating. Hey, pass the salt. It's time. It's time. Hey, you, pass the salt. You know what, why it's disintegrating? Because we're jellyfish. Hey, pass the salt, will you? Pass the salt. Pass the salt, amigo. It's time. It's time. I think they could give us a new name. I believe we are Evan Jellyfish. Hey, will you pass the salt? Pass the salt. We need salt over here. It's time for Pass the Salt. Pass but we like to share the gospel without any backbone to it, see? The views, opinions, and seemingly outrageous comments expressed in this program are based on the Holy Spirit leading of a man called Coach. I gotta ask you this out there, Christian America. It's time for Pass the Salt with a Coach, Dave Daubenmeyer. Well, you know, I was pondering this morning. First of all, let me apologize if we're a little bit fuzzy here today. It's on my end. We had we had uh, some storms rumble through here last night. Like it's going to be like ninety nine degrees. We're in the middle of something here, and they had one of those, what is called directos or whatever, that came down through us. And man, man, what a night! What a night we had last night. So if our internet's a little bit fuzzy this morning, I'm lucky. It's I was ready to do it by the phone. You know, I didn't. Uh, I'm laying there in bed last night, and that thing's cracking. And whoa, well, we're here, and praise the Lord that we're here. But if so if the internet's a little bit fuzzy. Uh, Please bear with us. There really isn't a whole lot that we can do, do with it on our end. I was, I was thinking this morning, God, it's good to be home. I clicked my heels. I was in Kansas all weekend. Ruby slippers, right? There's no place like home. There's no place like home. There's no place like I was looking for flying monkeys and everything. It was, it was good to get home last night. Uh, yesterday morning, actually, it's great, great to get home. And uh, got home to a lot of stuff got to get done. And uh, still, good to get home. And I, I love my wife so much. I just... I love my wife. It's good to be back, and she she's busy, and she's busy being grandma and doing what she, what she does. Uh, it was really, really, I said, sounds kind of gross to you guys, kind of good to get in my own bed and sleep with my own wife last night. <laughs> it sounded like I'm sleeping with other people's wives. That's not what I meant. It was good to get in, in bed and, and uh, be, be, you know what I'm saying. So uh, so praise the Lord. I was, I was thinking this morning. Uh, I got I got some real real quick news I want to get going. Hey Myra, you go ahead and pray us in before I get too deep in this thing for us. All right? Yes, Coach, I will be delighted to do so. Proverbs twenty seven five seven. Open rebuke is better than secret love. Okay, I'm going to say that again because that's one of the biggest problems we have in Christianity, folks. Proverbs 20, what is that, Myra, 27 what? Yes, Proverbs 27, 5 to 7. 27, 5 through 7 says, open rebuke is better than secret love. I'm going to say that again. An open rebuke to your wayward friends, to your wayward children, is better than secret love. Boy, that's powerful. Go ahead, Myra. I'm sorry to mean to Yes, I did oh. mean to interrupt. Forgive no me. No worries. Thank you, Coach. Thank you. Faithful are the wounds of a friend, but the kisses of an enemy are deceitful. Wow, 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 wow. 27, 5 through 7. Is that what that is, Myra? Yes. I the could preach fool... right I could. I could do a show right now, Myra, on that. Go ahead. <laughs> the full soul, Ludov, and honeycomb. But to the hungry soul, every bitter thing is sweet. Amen, amen. Jesus, amen. you're welcome to Coach Table, uh, the Coach Huddle. I mean, Coach Dave Huddle. My apologies, and open our hearts to you. I release the anointing that breaks the power of evil in Jesus' name. Amen. Do you ever wonder how? Thanks, Myra. Do you ever wonder how God understands all the languages? Yeah. Uh, Myra speaks with a little bit of an accent there. What? Because she says joke instead of yoke. So she doesn't say her wise like J's. I wonder if the, do you think the Lord understands her prayers if she mixes up the yokes and the jokes? What, what's, your, what's your native language, Myra? Spanish. Spanish? Can you say joke? Like Joe? Joe? Joe. Can you say yoke? Can you say yoke? Yes, yoke. Joke. All right, say no, not yet. <laughs> <laughs> that's your, that's your, so, so the Lord, no, it's all good. It's all, it's all good. It's all good. That's why we get wrapped. That's why we get wrapped up in language. What about body language? How does the Lord? Does the Lord read body language? I want when He created all language. He created all communication, right? And isn't it isn't amazing how powerful body language is? Because I can, 
I can see somebody. I can watch a video. I can be out on the street. I can go into the grocery store, and I can watch somebody, and they could be speaking a language I don't even understand, but I can, I can tell whether they're happy or sad or angry or worried or scared or whatever it is through that body language. That's one of the hardest things for us to hide, isn't it? And can I ask you something? Why do we hide it? Why do we hide our body language? Why are we so afraid to let other people know exactly what it is that we're feeling? Are we fearful? Are we upset? Are we questioning? What, what is it? It's a natural part of communication, all that the, that the Lord gave us. So uh, I, I was thinking today, again today as I was coming down the steps, <clears throat> we're God's A-team. We really are. And what, what would we do today? Let's go 20 years from in the future, which would be 2000. What would that be? 42? Golly. <laughs> Come to Lord Jesus. 2042. If we got to 2042 and the rapture hadn't come, and we realized that everything that happens is dependent on us, what would, what would we have done? Where would we be today if our forefathers, if the guys who stormed on the hall beach in Normandy Beach, what if they thought, well, the Lord's in control? The Lord's in control. Where would, where would we be today? Where would we be today if in the 1960s when Timothy Leary told us to tune in, turn on, and drop out, if somebody had stood up vehemently and said, no, that's wrong. No, no, that's not wrong. That, that's wrong. That's the, that's the appeasing of the, of the carnal man. Don't do that. And where, where would we be today? Just a, just a lot of things. Where would we be today had we stood up sooner? And I don't want to be one of those guys. At, at 20 years from now, I'll be 90. I'll still be out on the street holding my sign at 90 wishing we had done something 20 years ago. Can somebody say amen? Do you understand what I'm saying? What, 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 amen. We got we to move, move now because what we do now impacts what's going to happen tomorrow. Okay. So uh, a couple of things I want to, I want to throw out there real quick and then uh, uh, we'll see, we'll see where the whole, whole show goes. Uh, I learned again, I think I, sh- I shared it with you yesterday, but a great, uh, it was called uh, faith in the, no, Hope in the Heartland. I'm sorry. Hope in the Heartland. It was a wonderful, wonderful event put on by private citizens. Uh, no, uh, hey, no pastors. One pastor. I think there was one pastor there, and he was uh, part of the program. So that's why he was there. No pastors. And so we're clearly stuck in a situation where we are a team without any coaches, without any real leaders. And boy, we're going to have to over- overcome those odds, folks. We have to overcome that deficit. Is it a deficit? Should we be following guys that don't know where they're leading us? Should we really? Should we be following guys that are teaching us the wrong stuff? I'm, I'm telling you this because on Friday, Friday, pull up, uh, I'm sorry, Spence, I didn't get a chance to number them all for you today. Pull up Sheila Holm. Sheila Holm. That's fourth, third one down. Sheila Holm's going to join us on Friday. Now, some of you say who? Sheila Holm. Now, I would say who, myself, a couple weeks ago, except I met Sheila Holm this, this weekend. My, my, my. <laughs> the un- unbelievable number of books that Sheila Holm has written about what is going on in the American society. She's, you know, she's, a, she's well known, well, well known. And why, that, why I'd never come across her, she'd never come across me, I don't know. But Sheila, spent, I spent quite a bit of time uh, picking her brain this morning. And she, or I'm sorry, this week. And Sheila's going to be with us Friday. And we're going to talk about, uh, wow, she got so much good stuff. She's an expert on Georgia Guidestones. She's an expert on a lot of different things. But one of the things I want to talk to her about, well, that we're going to talk to Sheila about, is the Christian deep state. The Christian, oh, did, she had my, I, I couldn't even hardly go to bed. I think it was what, Friday night, Saturday, whatever night. I'm sitting down in the lobby of the hotel. She just went from issue to issue to issue to issue to issue. And uh, but golly, does she love the Lord. And so you're going to be blessed on Friday. For those of you, uh, if you know Sheila Holm, just tell me, just say, yeah, I know. Or just tell me, go ahead. I'm going to say, does anybody have to know who Sheila Holm is? Yeah, I know. I do, Coach. I do, Coach. He's awesome. All right. Well, at least three of you. It'll be good. I promise you it's going to be good. And then tomorrow... Tomorrow morning, uh, we're going to have uh, we're going to be joined by Pastor Clint Harper. And you say, "Who's Pastor Clint Harper?" Well, 
Uh, Spencer, it's the it's the second thing. It's got the calendar, then it's got Clint Harper on his Facebook page. Pull that up there for us if you can. Pastor Clint Harper, who's one of us, lives down in Royston, Georgia. Uh, scroll down a little bit, brother. Uh, right, I uh, see him. Okay, next one. There you go. Go to about the 45-minute 40, mark. Uh, Pastor Clint Harper, when we first, when we originally went down to the Georgia Guidestones, Pastor Clint Harper, who was a great running back, in, I think is Southern Georgia, I think, played for Eric Russell, Southern Georgia. That would mean something to Brett, probably nothing to the rest of you. Pastor Clint, uh, I told him, said, hey, we're coming down to the Georgia Guidestones, and, and uh, he came and joined us at the Guidestones. And he's been diligently following up on the Guidestones ever since, to the point where yesterday, last night, he showed up the, at the Elbert County Commissioner's Board of Directors, and uh, he, wanted those, he wants those Guidestones torn down. Now, folks, this is an initial shot across the bow for a couple of different reasons. The Georgia Guidestones are a religious, it's a religion, it's a religious symbol, right? It's just as religious as the Ten Commandments. And it's paid for, you have to keep up with the security, all of it is paid for by the Albert County Board of Commissioners. So just take a couple minutes here. And I just want you to, we're not going to listen to all this, but I got a game plan on this that we're going to get back to. Pastor Clint, God bless Pastor Clint. No other pastors would go with him. He shows up with ammunition about what's going on with the Georgia Guidestones. These guys up in front of him clearly have no idea. Just play a minute or two of that, Spence, if you could. Um. So I just wanted to talk with you about the Godstones. What exactly is the Godstones? Does, does anybody know? <clears throat> what it says on the, in the inscriptions. Do what? I've, I've read the inscriptions before. So. so you've read the inscriptions? It's a tourist attraction with a bunch of what I consider nonsense inscribed on the side. Okay. Um... So you really, nobody really knows what, what it is. There have been, it, it's been on TV. There have been a lot of theories <coughs> as to what it may mean, but the official story. Okay, you can stop the, there, folks. Uh, Put it in the chat. The ignorance of our public officials on so many issues beyond is what we can even understand. Or are they just plain stupid? I really don't know whether or not they are. The pastor Clint put a salvo across the bow yesterday. He wants those Ten Commandments taken down. They're religious uh, uh, symbols representing a religion, a Luciferian religion on public property, yada, yada. Or he said, uh, we want the same thing built for Christians. We want uh, a cross put up there, the Ten Commandments put up there on the same property. And uh, as you can probably imagine, they didn't have any idea what, they, what, what was going on. So Pastor Clint will be with us tomorrow. And we're going to talk about this a little bit more in depth. But I wanted to make sure... Appreciate. I sent a lot of alerts out yesterday to some of you to pray, which is how our SWAT teams are supposed to work. And I'm going to dive into that here just a second as well. Hang on. Betty Perkins was the star of the show last night on the David Heavener show. Uh, Spencer put that. Uh, yeah, there it is. Just go. There's old Betty one with David Heavener. Put it. Uh, put that up on our website and then put it in the chat so people can watch Betty's Betty's powerful testimony from last night. You made us. Yeah, did you did yourself well, Betty? So. God bless you there. I forgot to tell you guys this. <clears throat> that, by the way, Betty begins at the 28-minute mark. So you don't have to watch the, nothing against it, watching the whole thing. But Betty starts at about the 28-minute mark. And then uh, Joe Esposito. You guys don't know Joe. Joe Esposito. Randy and Joe brought Joe Esposito to Kansas this weekend. And uh, Joe Esposito has been, uh, uh, what's that word, uh, radiation damaged. And so Joe always wears a big old monkey suit and, Everywhere it goes because the radiation makes him sick and all that stuff. And Joe was almost died. I don't even know how long, 50-some days maybe, uh, with the COVID. And the, part of his life just disappeared. And Ken Juan, is, his buddy, uh, rescued, rescued him out of the hospital. And Joe showed up at, uh, in um, Kansas, didn't even have his monkey suit on anymore. And he's working out and exercising and getting better. So God bless Joe Esposito. I'm catching up on some stuff, okay? Uh, one other thing. Got that. I got that. Uh, Carrie Madej, Dr. Carrie Madej, second thing down. I don't know how you guys do. I don't know how this works, but I will be on with Dr. Carrie Madej tonight. If you guys have – hey, listen, I talked I talk to her out this weekend. If you have any medical needs, if you have any concerns, we've got Paul Goslin who will help us. Dr. Carrie Madej said have, have, him, have him get in contact with me. Practicing the truth in medicine. This is one brave Christian warrior who has been through it, man. And she is really, really 
out there telling the truth. And she has a podcast that I didn't know about, and I'm going to be on it tonight at 7 o'clock. Not that I – I don't care if you watch. I'm just letting you know some of the stuff that's going on. Uh, did that, did that. Brett Bull sat in for me yesterday, Brighty on TV, with Casper McLeod. Click on that. If you can, Spence, that's down there. You see where it is. And that's not, that's not Brett. But, uh, wow, he did a great job. Brett did a great job last night. And uh, another thing maybe we can stick in there, and if you want to uh, watch it, watch uh, Pastor McLeod. He was really, really good. Okay, okay. Coach, where are we going? Where are we going? Uh, let's go to the pronouns of email. i got to show you this. Pronouns of email, Spence. That's what it says. Pronouns email. Now, you guys are going to think I'm crazy, but you know that – no, that's not it. I think it says pronouns email. Keep flipping through there, brother. I'll tell you, not that one. Not that one. I was on the plane. I was coming home from the plane on uh, United Airlines. They let me on this time. They didn't. There you go. There you go. And, of course, you get bored sitting in your seat. So I dug into my uh, the little book, a little monthly whatever magazine they give you for the American Airlines. And, of course, it's Stay Pride Month, right? So we all got to stand up and cheer and bend over backwards and honor these, these perverts. And so they're honoring this, this pervert here who has blue fingernails. You can't see it. And uh, I just want, uh, folks, I want you to show how crazy we have become. Spencer, if you can make that a little bit better. Now, you guys know this, right? I'm a wordsmith. I'm a wordsmith. So things jump out at me, and it didn't, it didn't make sense. So we're talking about Ryan Briggs, whose pronouns are they and them. I don't know if you see it. It's right there in the first paragraph. His pronouns are they and them. He said, I still love hearing stories of her church, yada, yada. Go to the next paragraph. So he talks about how he became a, he became a, um, uh, a flight attendant. Okay, now are you ready? Not ready? Because I'm reading. I'm sitting on the airplane. I'm reading this, and I'm thinking, uh, maybe I nodded off. I read the first paragraph. I read the second paragraph. And now I'm in the third paragraph, and it starts off this. And it says, seven years ago, Briggs's dream came true when they began their career with the United right out of college. I said, whoa, whoa, what? They? What, did I miss something? His mom, stay right there, Spencer. Hang on a minute. There it is. Seven years ago, Briggs's dream came true when they began their career. And I thought, I missed something. So I went back and I read the first paragraph. I read the second paragraph and I didn't miss anything. It's talking about this, this homosexual with blue fingernails who's a flight attendant. And all of a sudden, seven years ago, Briggs, his name, his dream came true when they began their career in the United States right out of college. Since then, they've been based in Chicago. Who, 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 him and who else? Folks, they're talking about him. This art, this the person writing this, a professional professional writer, I would assume, calls it's not even grammatically, doesn't even grammatically make sense. For Briggs, it was important to feel comfortable being being himself, not only at home, but also at work throughout his, his our history. Oh my goodness. I'm sorry. Seven years ago, his dream came true when he began his career. You see how deeply this stuff is running in it, folks? That they write and publish this article with grammar that makes absolutely no freaking sense. Maybe it didn't bother you. I couldn't wait to get home. I took a picture of it on my phone. I, I, couldn't, I, couldn't, I couldn't believe it. I couldn't believe it. And you, you do understand, right? This is part of the programming. Part of the programming going on. Right? You can call somebody they and them. What? No longer personal pronouns anymore. Group pronouns. Folks, they're after us so strongly. Go ahead, Jeff, real quick. Well, it's, it's, it's representing singularity, but he's speaking in pl- plurals. That's bad grammar. What is it? When he speaks himself, he uses my and me. My and me. But we're supposed to say they and them, right? Of course it's bad grammar. I'm, I'm, listen, I don't care if he's got bad grammar. I can't believe that this is approved and put in a bank magazine for the rest of us who can think to think. Seven years ago, Briggs' dream came true when they. It's him! He! He! We can't, we can't even call people he and her anymore. Seven years ago, Briggs' Amen. dream came true when he 
began his career with United Right Out Kites. Since then, he has been in Chicago. They? Who the hell's they? We're supposed to accept them. Uh, you should have been there because I wanted to get up and I wanted to walk down through the aisle and I wanted to tell everybody, I want to show everybody on that freaking airplane what the hell's going on. We better stand up and fight and push back. Boy, did my board light up all of a sudden. This is, folks, this is everywhere. This is everywhere. That's why I'm, I'm going to get to it in a second. Everybody hang on. I'll get you in here, I promise. So here's what, here's what I, uh, I want to try to tie some things together, and then I want to come to you today for some ideas and some suggestions, okay? Um, we clearly are at war with truth. Just read the grammar. It's, it's impacting every, it's everywhere. It's everywhere. I'm not even I or me or him or he. I'm not even I'm not even that anymore. I can be whatever I want to be. So if we're at war against this stuff, folks, how are we best going to combat it? How are we going to how are we going to fight against it? I'm I want to tie a couple things together, and it's one of the things that I really want to do at uh, at the national event. If you can get here, please. If you can get here, I want to strategically plan on how we can more effectively push back against these forces of darkness. How can I? What percent? I don't know. Hey, somebody, somebody do some research while you're sitting right there watching on your computer. Ask yourself this. What percent of Americans are transgender? Transgender. Somebody do some research on that right now, right? As opposed to how many people in America are Christian? How many trans? Then these would be the statistics that they tell us, right? Whether they are accurate, whether they are true, that's another thing. We don't know. But what are the statistics they are saying it's a percentage of people who are transgender. Okay. It's front and center. It's like, it's like everybody is. And how said, by the way, how in Pride Month did we go from homo, homos to trannies? How'd that happen? When, when, when all of a sudden did it go, huh? When did it go from Tommy and Billy wanting to live together and plant a garden to being proud and open and walking down the sidewalk to now having alphabets? Not only having alphabets, but the actual rewriting and reworking of the American language. Folks, this is so deeply demonic. It's so deeply demonic. But see, we're sitting back, and we are afraid. Can I tell you the truth? We are afraid to stand up and say something for fear of what's going to happen. Like Pastor Clint, when he went and spoke against the Georgia Guidestones, you know all those guys up there? You think those guys, those guys up the front got, this, got the cojones to tear down those Guidestones? Well, maybe we need to bring a little pressure on them. That's what I'm talking about, about what, how do we plan and operate, all right? So we know, I'm, I'm, bear with me, please, just bear with me. Pull up for me. Uh, stop this. Stop this. Okay, stop this. This is, this is, this is staying a show, folks. This is where the Army's trained. You see it, Spencer? Third thing down, I think it says, stop this. The Buckeye flame. Pull that up. There you go. Thanks, bud. Okay, folks. They're gone. This is war. This is war. They're after the children. Boom. They're after the children. The destruction of our culture and our society. They're after it, okay? So Jeff Klein, thank you, Jeff. Jeff said, well, coach, they've moved from the big cities. By the way, again, my daughter... Uh, our, my, my da- our daughter's family were in Washington, D.C. this weekend. For They'd never been to D.C., so they took their children to D.C., went around us all. And at the tail end, uh, they caught the tail end of the, of the uh, deviant parade, that, that big deviant parade. And my, our 10-year, how old is she, 10, 11? No, she's 12. 12-year-old granddaughter, she was exposed to that filth for the first time. People walking back in the street, not even looking like human beings. She saw it. But I, I said, uh, um, somebody help me out. That's corruption of a minor, isn't it? Isn't it corruption of a minor. Isn't that lewd, lascivious behavior? If I, if, I said, if I said yesterday, if Jeff Nell were to go wherever, if Jeff Nell were to go to go street preaching, wherever it is he goes street preaching, and he went in a thong bathing suit for heaven, don't ever do that, Jeff, please. But I just cannot. Uh, but if he showed up in a thong bathing suit and he kept bending over and twerking, Everybody is preaching. How long do you think the police would allow him to stand on that street corner and twerk with his, with his, how long? But they can call it a parade and people can do that? Folks, come on, we're smarter than this, right? 
We're smarter than this. So Jeff showed me Buckeye Flames. Scroll down there, Spencer. All the places now, small towns, small towns. Scroll down. Where these are now taking place, Pride Month. Pride Month. Where was, where is this? Oh, that gun. See, when I pulled up, that stuff always pops right up. Where's the schedule? Does it say schedule? I know it does. This is crazy. Why, why is this happening? It shows you all the places where they're holding. Oh, categories to community. No, pray, pride, pray, pray. gone. So, oh, you get what I'm saying, don't you? I'm, look, I'm going to pull mine right up, and it's going to pop right up, and it's going to say what? Anyway, it shows us all the places in Ohio where they're holding these parades. Where is it? I can I can shame on me. Anyway, they're coming to all these small towns. Are we going to get prepared to push back against them at these small towns? Or are we just going to say, "Oh well, we'll just stay home and pray for them." Hey Jeff, maybe you can Jeff McCline, maybe you can I, this this is making me so irritated that I can't find this. Okay, so we're going to find them. I'm going to show you all the small towns it's going to now. Now, what would be our plan to stop this? If we knew this was going to happen here in two weeks, like when I uh, when the homos showed up when I was hired as football, almost hired as football coach at Lakewood High School, the homos showed up at the meeting. If we were to show up at the meeting, how, how would we do that? Isn't, what the, isn't that what we want to try to do through the Liberty Action Network, where we could begin even right now to put pressure on those county commissioners down in Alberton, Georgia. Wouldn't, be, wouldn't that be a good thing for us to be able to do? Wouldn't it be a good idea for us to be able to pick up the phone and call whatever school board Jeff Klein's going to today? Wouldn't it be a good idea if we pick up the phone and Craig Mickle had something going on and we could bombard them and email them? Wouldn't that be a good thing? Wouldn't that be a good thing, Jeff Klein being the the uh, special forces. He's the first guy on the on the beach, and then we hit him with the infantry, which is uh, as the prayer forces are praying. We hit him with the infantry and all the phone calls and all. Folks, come on, I'm looking for I'm looking for a plan. Come on in, Angie. Morning. Morning. Um, I want to I want to go back to your uh, multi pronouns things, and I you know just kind of looking at it, when you hear somebody say that they identify as they and them or we, right? That is plurality, like we said, but that is indicative of someone who's identifying with multiple personalities. And in a DSM psychiatric manual, that is considered a psychiatric illness. A person with multiple personalities is mentally ill. Then I want to take it a step further from the spiritual aspect. When Jesus was walking along and the man came up to him and, and, and he had many demons in him and Jesus asked him, who are you? And they said, we are legion. Yes, we ma'am. are many. That is mm. all demonic. It is mental, mental illness, de- uh, demonic possession, call it what you want. That is not normal and that is what we need to continue to push on. And that's an area that we need to Need to push and that, that, is a, that is a great catch, isn't it? That is a great catch. Because this guy is telling us that we just read about that he is they and them. In other words, he is telling us there's more than one person inside him. He's telling exactly. us that. Hey, friends, huh? that's what he's telling us. We may see one person, but there's a different person on the inside. And not only is there a different person on the inside, but he doesn't know who that person is. And so because he doesn't know who that person is, he'll just go by any name that you might want to call him. And by the way, any body orifice he has is open to do whatever it is you might want to do with it. I think that's a sickness. Good catch, Angie. Very good catch. Uh, Craig. Uh, Hey, Coach. Let me just, uh, of course, I always look at the numbers of things. Seven, June 26, 2015. So that's seven years coming up. Twelve years to the day after the Supreme Court struck down bans on sodomy in Lawrence and Texas. That's interesting, same day. Mm. Two years to the day, so again, June 26, two years today, after the Supreme Court struck down the Defense of Marriage Act in the United States. Today, the Supreme Court of the United States has held that the states may not deny marriage licenses to same-sex couples and must recognize same-sex couples in existing mm. marriages. So it's a date-specific, and we are on seven-year trajectory 
right now, which would you could probably go back in our history and say, was the stock market, was it the best of best and the most of most? And now we're getting there ready to go into the seven years of lean. Mm, Jim, and my, my, my. <laughs> Craig and his numbers. Huh? Craig is, hey, by the way, Spencer, I just sent you, uh, I just sent you the schedule there. Uh, uh, Craig, uh, I'm, I'm, I'm more and more convinced that you're on to something with the numbers. You and, you and my buddy Steve Deck, you guys love those numbers. Uh, if you don't mind, folks, hang, hang on here with a second. Uh, just start scrolling down through there, if you could, Spencer. And you're going to see in Ohio where they're going to be. Okay, so look, look, look this weekend, folks. Click on Tuesday, May 24th. They've already done it. But were there any other someplace? Well, look at this. 24th, they had Cincinnati Pride Night. June 1st, they had Pride Night Cincinnati uh, Hamilton County Library. They had Cincinnati Inclusive Pride Flag Raising Ceremony. Uh, Cincinnati Pride Kickoff Block Party, June 1st. All the day, folks, they're hitting all the little towns. Everywhere around Ohio, they're hitting those little towns. So let's go down and see where they're going to be this weekend. Scroll on down. What would that be this weekend? The 14th, 15th, 16th, 17th maybe? June 17th. Where are they going to be 17th? Uh, 18th. There we go. Friday, June 17th. Uh, why the Stonewell Columbus Pride Community Festival Resource Fair. Is that the only place they're going to be? Uh, let's scroll down. Uh, oh, Saturday will be a big day. They're going to have the Columbus Parade. They're going to have the Youth Center Pride March. Oh, my goodness. Well, what happened? There we go. Uh, they're going to have uh, a Goodale Park, youth parking. Are they trying to reach our young kids or not? Huh? Well, yeah. So they have all this going on in Columbus. But look, why they're having one in West Liberty, Ohio. West Liberty? I don't even know if they have crossroads in West Liberty. West Liberty, Ohio? Didn't they have the full spectrum pride in the Valley Festival? Where's that going to be held? Well, that's going to be in Warren, Ohio. Then they have the June 10th, Juneteenth, noon to six. Where's that going? Well, that's going to be in Cleveland. The Geauga Pride, same day. Where's that? Well, that's in Chardon, Ohio. And Sunday, they're going to list. If you missed any of those, you can go to Baton Rouge in Columbus. It's probably a gay bar or something like that. You can go Sunday, they're having a big celebration. And the next Tuesday, they're having one in Fairborn. And then the next day, they're having one, they were having one Thursday. Where? At Cincinnati, multi-faith pride. Yeah. And then Friday, they're having one in Sandusky. Folks, they're coming to all the small towns. Middletown pride on next Friday. Pride night at Lake Erie Crushers. Saturday, June 21st, first annual Defiance Pride Walk. First annual. Minerva Park Pride. Oh, yay. Clobbered in Village, Reynoldsburg, yeah. Yellow Springs Pride Parade, Salina Pride Parade, Rain County Pride Parade, yeah, woo, Cincinnati Pride Parade Festival, Pride Youngstown, yeah, yeah, Sandusky Pride Parade, day two of festival, Reynoldsburg Pride Celebration, woohoo, Granville Pride. Folks, we can't even get Christians to get together. What? God help us, huh? God help us. This is just in Ohio. This is just the ones that we know of. Now, are we smart enough? I know they're listening. I know I know those sexual deviants are listening to us right now. Hey, listen. Open rebuke is better than secret love, but Myra just told us. So I'm going to call them what they are. Those sexual perverts, those sexual deviants, are openly now coming after small towns because there has been literally no small town. So what do we do? Do we get out in front of it and begin to bombard the local city council say, what's going on with this? These guys are violating the law. They're openly recruiting young children. It says it right on their, right on their stuff. Children, youth, youth. They're after, they're trying to corrupt minors. Or am I just crazy? Am I just crazy? Huh? Who's got their hand up here? Who's got their hand up? Go ahead, Jim Bruner, Go. Coach, I just uh, sent you via Facebook. I am uh, somebody who transitioned from a male to a female, and the regret that they have. It's two two screenshots of uh, what they had to say, Coach. You can maybe have time to pass that off to Spencer. Yeah, Jim, Jim. Yeah, we're not showing. We're not going to show two sides here. We're only going to show their side. We're we're only because Jim. If that guy came out and he had his penis cut off, well, he's now a hater. He's now joined the other side, and he's a hater, and that's just, just disinformation. And we're loving and caring here, Jim. 
We're not going to get involved with this information here. Most uh, of the people, most of the guys who have their penises cut off are really, really happy that they did it. So we're going to focus on the positive part of being a sexual deviant, and we're not going to, we're not going to cover what might have been some, uh, somebody changing their mind, because that, that kind of stuff just happens. Yeah. Claudine, come on in. Hey, Coach. By the way, so, by the way hang on, Claudine. Sorry. Yeah. By the way, I know some people die when they get the shot, but that doesn't make the shot bad. Come on, let's be honest. I know some people get heart attacks and all that when they took the shot, but uh, listen, let's not focus on the negative. Let's have everybody take a shot. And let's have everybody turn homo. And let's have everybody love homos. And let's teach it to our children. Come on. Let's be loving and caring and open and inclusive here. All right? Come on, church. Go ahead, Claudine. So I'm curious to know, because in local towns and even cities, they have parade and event ordinances, which usually has fees that need to be paid out because they have to hire um, uh, police and security. So Mm -hmm. who's paying for all of this? And the towns and the cities need to approve this months in advance. So who's approving this? They're they're very aware this is happening. And who is funding it to do this everywhere? Well, uh, who's opposing it, Claudine? I think that'd be the best place to start. Who's opposing it? Who is saying this is wrong? Folks, listen, focus on the children. Focus on the children, not the adults. These guys want to body slam each other. These sexual deviants want to body slam each other in the privacy of their own home. This is still America. But to try to teach that to our children? Uh Uh-uh. And if you look at these things, folks, if you look at these, just go back and read them. They all are focused towards the family and children, food trucks, crafts, vendors. They want to make it a party and a parade to entice and lure the children in. And there has to be a crime against that. Friends, there has to be an ordinance that has to be a crime. I couldn't go stand in downtown Newark in a Speedo and twerk everybody that goes by. And you can't just call it a parade and twerk 10-year-old girls and boys. Anybody think I'm nuts? I don't think I'm nuts. I know I'm not nuts. By the way, Betty just pulled up for me. I'm trying to look at what percentage of the population is transgender. Uh, according to Williams Institute, uh, 1.4 million or about uh, 1.4 million adults are transgender, which is, by the way, huh, about less than, it's 0.0%. Point zero percent. Listen, point zero percent. Point zero percent. Now, I don't even believe that. Because if it was one percent, they would tell you that it's one out of every hundred. Do you believe it's one out of every hundred people are transgender? Folks, you don't tell me you don't believe that, do you? You don't believe that. But I have to tell you this when I'm sitting in the airport. Boy, there's a lot of them dressing like it. <laughs> there's a devil loose. There's a lot of them dressing like it and acting like it. But they are not the majority of the people. Amen. 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 Come on in, Brett. Morning, Coach. Morning, team. Hey, just a little encouragement. Uh, honk and wave at Norrisburg, Pennsylvania this evening at 4.30 till 6. And then, um, and then we're going to hit the school board meeting at 7. So... So, okay, so, so, Brett, let me ask this real quick before you freeze. Folks, what if we started doing honking waves specifically aimed at the poisoning of young children by the LGBT crowd? What if we targeted that specifically and made everybody else aware that they were teaching this to young children? I think we could turn the tide very, very quickly. Because, see, they want us to, they want us to believe that, the, that these parades and these events are there just to, they just, people, they just want to be free. And they want to expose children to different experiences. Folks, they want to recruit children. This is the devil. This is the devil out full-throated full, full in front of us trying to recruit children. Brett, I cut you off. Go ahead. I'm sorry. No, that's, that's fine, Coach. That was, uh, we've got the pedophilia signs. We've got the, uh, the, the gay flag signs um, and a couple other odds and ends I can't think of right now. But, uh, yeah, we'll. We'll be out there. I think we'll have eh, somewhere around 10 people. So, Oh, man. I wish I could be there. Hey, Myra, Myra, what was that Bible verse again, sweetheart? What was that Bible verse again? No, no, you're, you're muted. You're muted, Myra. You're talking to yourself. Right. 
Proverbs uh, 24, 5 to 7. Pull that up there for me real quick. Right, hold on. Proverbs 20, 20, Proverbs 24, uh, 5 and 7. What's it say? Okay, I think it's... Oh. No, you missed up. 27, 5 and 7. Yeah, 25, yes. I'm sorry. That 25. 25, this, yeah, 5 to 7. 25, put this in your arsenal. 27. Proverbs 27, 5 through 7. Put this in your arsenal and tell this to your Christian friends. Open rebuke is better than secret love. Open rebuke is better than secret love. And if we who have our eyes open do not begin to openly rebuke what's going in, our friends are going to be lured into this stuff. They don't understand what's going on. Everywhere you go, everybody's promoting it, right? Everybody's promoting it. And it ain't one in a hundred. I'm sorry, I didn't want, it isn't one in a hundred. I'm sorry. Julie, come on in. Good morning. Great show, Coach. Um, I think I, uh, Monday, yeah, well, actually, it's Friday. I was on the phone for two hours calling all the members that's having all these events and putting them on notice because this is, you know, like you said, this is evil. This is not right. We know that we're, you know, we're not for this. So, 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 Julie, here's what I think. And again, I want this to kind of be a strategy session. Uh, my, my mind goes a million miles an hour. You guys know this, right? Somebody tell me, how would we go about getting out in front of this and stopping this from ever happening? Maybe we can't prevent it now. But what could we do? I think we could. I think we could find us a lawyer and we could find some type of injunction that they're violating that we know that they're going to violate. And I think we get a lawyer or let's, let's take, let's take Clint Harper. What Clint Harper just did down with the Georgia Guidestones. And we'll talk about that tomorrow. How can we, those of us in the queue and those of us who are connected to us here in the queue, those of us who claim the name of Christ, how can we effectively come behind Clint? That's the infantry. Clint was a special ops. He went in, he fired the shot. How can we now come behind him and be the army behind him? I, I want to open it up. I want, some, I want some suggestions on how we can do it. We can do it with the Georgia. Folks, can you imagine if we got those Georgia Guidestones pulled down? Hey, hey! Have they been pulling down any other statues in America? Because I heard one of those idiots when Pastor Clint was talking to him, he said, oh, well, that's been up there for 30 years. That's about 30 years or 40 years. Of, that's part of the community. Yeah, let's go pull it down. <laughs> if, it was, if it was Robert E. Lee, they'd already pulled it down. Thomas Jefferson, they'd already pulled him down. Jesus Christ on the cross, they'd already pulled it down. Come on in, Jeff. Levi Lee, Lee Iron. Come on in, Levi Iron. Come on, I need a plan here. I need a plan here. I got yeah. you. I got you, Coach. I'm hitting a home run here. This is what we do. Someone make tiny millstones you can wear around your neck. How about that? Little what would they do? Would, would a man, okay, Vin, that would be one thing. Listen, that would be one thing. Yeah, I saw that, Claudine. Meet Jen, Justine, the first transgender cheerleader. What? What? Folks, we gotta be careful because the enemy's listening to us. But if we were the if we if we were the enemy, if we were all sexual deviants, see that makes some of you nervous right there, doesn't it? Because your church has been told, "Don't call names, don't be nice, love love them into the kingdom." So the sexual deviants who want to see your son or your grandson cut off his penis and his scrotus, scrotum, those sexual deviants. How did they make it happen? How did they normalize? How did they do that? How did they normalize the fact that a man is now a them and a they? And they write it in an article as if it were normal. They appeal to their emotion, Coach. We've got to be smarter than this. We've got to be smarter than this. Come on, Claudine. So I'm looking at the schedule in New Hampshire and who is partnered with the Pride events but Planned Parenthood. 
New Hampshire Action Fund. They're funding. They want sex without consequences, right? They want to just be able to screw like little rabbits and have no consequences. And they don't, listen, I'm about to get harsh. And it'll turn some of you women away. But it's only the harshness that we'll understand, right? They want to train your grandson to put his penis in another man's anus. Not to, not to make perfect Christian love with his wife. The union of a penis and a vagina. They don't want that. That's not what they want. They want your little grandson mud packing, folks. Mud packing. See, some of you run, oh, you're so squeamish. Oh, that's what it is. Open rebuke, better than Christian love. Folks, do you know what homosexuals do? Do you have any idea what they do? Can you imagine if you were to see what they do? Hmm? God help us, right? And if you think it's just about them continuing to be able to do it, no, 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 no. No, they want to be governor so they can tell you that they're going to teach it to your grandboy too. And you better wake up and fight back now. Dr. Paul, come in, then then Drifter's uh, 78. Okay, Coach, when are we going to call out these doctors that are dismembering our children and cutting their uh, their penises off? Well, uh, I'm, how, I'm how, trying to. They don't listen to me, Paul. They don't listen to you. Oh, they listen. Oh, they listen. But, but if you don't call them out on it, I mean, they're going to continue to do this. I know it's all about killing babies and, and destroying it's all, it's, all, it's, all, no, it's all about the destroying the image of God. Yes, it's all about this. Yep. It's about destroying the image of God. That's what they're trying to do. Right? Right? There isn't anything anything it could do anymore than to be created in the image of God and turn into a homosexual behavior. He, the, Lord, the Lord called it an abomination. I didn't call it that. He did. He didn't just call it a sin. He said it's an abomination. And I'm going to tell you something else that I'm more and more convinced of. Okay. A lot of the people that you're seeing going around, they're not human beings, folks. They're demonically possessed. They're walking around. They're not human beings. They're the disembodied spirits, the fallen angels, whatever it might be. Demonic entities have occupied and are living inside those people. They're not even human beings. Drifter 78, come on in, Gary. Yeah, you talk about a plan. I mean, it's good to fight it now. We're in it. But I think this would be a good time to get all the video that they're putting out there with kids at these things, at these places. And then next year, in January, when they're applying for their permits, go to the town meetings they're at and say, look, do you want your grandkids being seeing this stuff? And then you got evidence of what they're doing before they get the permits. That, I mean, but, yeah, I think that's good, Gary. Gary, here's what we have to do, Gary. See, we can't say, do you want your grandchildren seeing this? Because the homos will say, well, just don't bring them. Just stay home. Well, the reality of it is, this is a crime. You, you couldn't say to me, hey, you don't like rape? Just stay home. Just stay home. You don't like child molestation? Well, just stay home. No, 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 no. No, this is against the law. You can't, you can't do this. This is public indecency. But that's yeah, how, they're, that's, giving us, they're giving us the evidence with the videos. That's right. That's, I'm, I'm, with, I'm with you on the videos. I'm with you on the videos. Let's, time out on that, folks. Am I, uh, what's the word, am I homophobic? Or is this a war worth fighting? It's a war worth fighting. It's a war worth fighting, friends. It's a war worth fighting. Look at all the little towns they're already in today. Look how many libraries they're going to wiggle their way in. Because why? There's absolutely no opposition to it. And open review is better than secret love. Ohio Brett, come in. Thank you, Lord, for the perfect timing of Past Assault Ministries and the ChristianRevolution.net and Liberty Action Network. Everybody's going to have so many ideas of plays we can run. Prayer Force, Special Forces, and Infantry. We're getting organized now. We're going to Ask who wants to be involved in this play, the three parts, and we're going to run it. Thank you, Coach. Clint, Clint, Brett, Clint Harper just ran a play. Jeff Jeff Klein's running three plays a week. He's running a play, but there's nobody behind him. There's no backing behind him. That's what we have to create. We have to create this momentum behind him. Let me show you another thing here. Uh, uh, Roger, I'll come to you right after this because it's deeper than we want. Pull up, pull up Pelosi. Pull up Pelosi there for me, Spence, if you can. Folks, huh? Highest office in the land. 
Why? Because there's no resistance and there's no pushback. You're not going to believe what I'm about to show you. Okay. All right. Good. Keep the sound up. This is a minute, 30 seconds. Nancy Pelosi. Please give a warm drag race welcome to the Speaker of the House, Nancy Pelosi. Welcome back. My honor to be here to say to all of you how proud we all are of you. Thank you for the joy and beauty you bring to the world. Your freedom of expression of yourselves in drag is what America is all about. I say that all the time to my friends in drag. (laughs) (laughs) Now, Speaker Pelosi, with all the challenges facing our nation, what words of wisdom do you have for us? Well, the single most important thing I can say is to vote. With the midterm elections coming up, it's very important for people to make their voices and their vote heard. Well, thank you so much for the work you've done and the work you continue to do tirelessly for our freedom. Your tenacity is something that we all look up to. We throw the word master class around here all the time, but that sarcastic, shady clap you do was epic. It was completely unintentional. (laughs) We have prayers in our hearts to keep you strong. Well, thank you for that. May God bless America. Can I get an amen? Amen! (laughs) Thank you, Madam Speaker! That's a demon. It's, it's a blasphemous demon. It's the third most powerful person in the United States of America. Hey, you, you, I'm telling you, if you think this is tiddlywinks, we better get in the game. Roger, come on. Dave, I have no wisdom to share. I, I don't even know what to say. I just don't know what to say after watching that video. I, it's just unbelievable. I'm, I'll be quiet and listen more. Roger, you would agree if we were to dig hard, there has to be, they have to be violating some state, some code. They have to be violating. Roger, you can't just go twerk like that in front of little 10 year old kids, can you, Roger? Well, remember the Supreme Court has ruled that a woman goes shirtless as long as she has a lever over part of her breast. Who knows anymore? Who knows? Who knows? I get it. Well said. Well said. R.L., come on in. What about the uh, idea of approaching a sheriff and a sheriff's associations of every state? Because uh, if we need to use the law in the right manner, and just maybe we could get something going with the Sheriff's Association due to yeah. the power that they're supposed to have. I, I, I'm, I'm with you, brother. I don't, know how, I don't know how they win this. I don't know how they win this battle in public opinion if we are purposely out to protect children. I don't, I don't know how. I don't know how we, I don't. But uh, Bernie, in Revelation 20 after him, Bernie. Okay, real quick, two things. Number one, I hate that term homophobic. I have to say, no, I'm not homophobic. I'm theophobic. Fear the Lord and depart from evil. Number two, I think about those guys, those police in the Uvalde thing, standing by. I'm like, is, is, is that not a picture of the church today? It's a, it is, brother. It is. Yeah. They're, 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 they're rubbing unrighteousness in our face, Bernie. They're teaching it to our children unopposed. Revelation 2015. Morning, Coach. Morning. Uh, have you thought about fighting fire with fire? It's not the greatest idea that I have, but what if we were to organize and, you know, say that we want the permits from the city to have a nude sudden bathing event in the public park? And then when we get denied, start the court case. Mm. Say it's discriminatory. If they can if they can twerk in the street, why can't I sunbathe in the park? Okay, so folks, these are the strategies that we need to come up with. In the multitude of many counselors is great wisdom. We should not be sitting by so defenseless in this battle. I said, well, that's kind of far out there. Yeah, you know what's coming, don't you? Guys, have you ever been to a gay pride parade? Have you seen the lewd and lascivious behavior that takes place at those in front of young children? 
you talk about parents having children taken from them. A parent ought to have a child taken from them if they don't have the common sense to not take him to a gay pride parade. Cheesy, kindly. Johnny Burkeen. Come on in, Johnny B. How you doing? Can't hear you, Johnny. I don't know if you unmuted or not. We're waiting on you, dude. Oh, Coach, I must have accidentally uh, pressed it a pocket press there. I'm out in the cornfield picking corn. <laughs> you listen, though. We're doing good, right, Johnny? Yeah. Hey, Johnny, are you finding any male and female corn, or is it all just gender-neutral corn there? It's it's all gender-neutral. All right, good. So soon, it won't be very long. It's the, corn will be producing tomatoes in at this rate, huh? Because all vegetables, right? Pro- probably so. Oh, all right. Bless you, Johnny. Bless you, Mike. All right, see you all soon. Yes, so in, in regard to our plan, um, Betty help, and I got another statistics. Uh, abuse of transgender issues divide along religious lines. They say Christian 63% and can be different from sex at, sex at birth is 35%. We have another LGBT from <clears throat> um, numbers. Hey, my, my, hey, hey, my, yeah. I'm going to stop you right there because here's the point that you're making. I'm going to make it for you. Uh-huh. We have we have Christians who think this is okay. It, it shows the fa- it shows the failure of Christian churches, doesn't it, friends? An open rebuke is better than secret love. Open mm-hmm. rebuke better than Those secret love. Christians. Those are liars, coach. Well, but, but, but we're not even allowed to say that, Vinny. So those of us who are Christians and believe that open rebuke is better than secret love have to have to get involved. So pull up Liberty Action Network. Okay. Well, some of you still haven't done it. Some of you still have not gone and given us your email, God's Team for Liberty in Action, because it's through the Liberty Action Network that we're going to organize and we're going to push back and fight back. In other words, see, we're giving our game plan to the enemy. So they, they know we're doing this anyway, right? Liberty Action Network ought to this week get organized and figure out how we impact the people, what Pastor Clint's doing in Georgia. He'll be with us tomorrow to talk about what he's doing. How can we send emails? Can we make phone calls? What is it we can do? But see, we can't alert you if we don't have your email contact. We can't alert you. And could we be preventing some of these events going in in our city parks if we had your email at the Liberty Action Network? We said, hey, listen, Jeff Klein's going to go to Fredericktown School Board tonight. Boom, here's four school board members. Here's their email address. Get a hold of them. There comes the infantry. Does anybody see this but me? Or, or am, I, am I wasting my time? Or don't, or don't we care? Are we just going to come on in here every day and just talk? Oh, boy, that devil. Boy, that devil's just running up one side and down the other. Oh, Lord, what are we going to do? Our pastors won't help us. Oh, Lord, what are we going to do? Well, I'm going to, I'm going to do something. I'm going to do something. And I would hope those of you who are in here right now are going to do something too. Randy, come and help me, Randy. Coach, here's an idea. Should should we go to the find all the city councilors of of those cities that are allowing this, and go find out where they go to church and go to those churches and tell those people that they're what they're doing allowing in. I mean, is that is that at the root level? I mean, is that is that something? That, 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 that's a possibility. Here's what I think. This just this way my mind works, Randy. They're all they're all scared about money. I think we'll be filing lawsuits. I think we'll be filing lawsuits. Because if we file lawsuits, they have to defend themselves. And if they have to defend themselves, they have to get a lawyer. And we ought to be filing lawsuits. We ought to warn every one of these school members, and if they permit it to go on, we ought to file a lawsuit against them. That, that's, that's one of the things I'm, I'm thinking of. It's lawfare. It's a, that's the way the game's played. That's what they would do to us. That's what, see, we're not very good at strategizing, are we? We're just not very good at it. So, hey. Come and join us. Come to Sky Higher week from uh, week from Friday. We'll lay out some plans. We're gonna get some stuff done, and uh, we're gonna get some good fellowship, some good things going on. And we have to make a determination right now whether or not we care about our children. One more thing, and then we gotta go. Last thing, last thing. Labs in Ukraine. How long are we gonna let them lie to us, folks? Hold up there for me, Spence. The very last link. The State Department has finally comes clean. There are 46 U.S. military-funded biolabs in the Ukraine. Hey, folks, they lied to us. 
The Russians are right. And say that again. The Russians are right. Yeah. The Ukraine's the most corrupt country in the world next to America. And they've opened up their country for the United States government at 46 military funded bio labs in Ukraine. Upside down world. See you tomorrow. God bless.